Welcome, I'm Amanda Onchalenko, your host for Wisdom at the Crossroads, the podcast. My door is open and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice. I imagine you coming in to sit down with a beverage in hand, a little morning coffee or an afternoon tea to catch up. But hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, so feel free to come just as you are. I like to think of us as slowing down for a bit to share in the backstories of an artistic life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. This invitation to join in on discussions of a visual medium, without the visuals, affords you not only a pause from the busyness of your own day, but also allows you an opportunity to co-create and connect to your own stories through the example of mine. Season 1 began in my archives, while Season 2 will focus a little more in the present. I hope you'll enjoy the stories of my work evolving and share in the wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Make sure to stay tuned for the short meditation that concludes each episode. I know you'll walk away refreshed and able to simply be more and do a little less. Connecting to others through creative enterprise has been a highlight of my journey so far. It never ceases to amaze me how our stories and our histories intersect and how many connections I have made through my work as an artist. There is so much to celebrate in our connections from the briefest acquaintance to our longest and oldest friendships. Today's podcast, the beginning of season two, celebrates connections made and rekindled. The backstory of Crossroads, the painting, takes me back to first friends in Canada. The images are a reminder of new beginnings and new stories and seemed appropriate for where we are right now with the new season beginning. This new season of the podcast similarly puts me in mind of things starting anew, of the potential for new connections and the beginning of stories that are yet to bloom. This past little while, while I have been contemplating where to take season two, I took myself on a midsummer hiatus out of town. It's great to get away, as you know, but equally good to return to some routine, and for me, that is the comfort of paint and colour. So at the studio, I've been working on a triptych inspired by a casual section of poppies planted at the edge of a local vegetable plot, carefully tended by a neighbour I'm yet to meet. I'm always on the lookout for little incidental green spaces, and poppies call to me every single time. It's something about their cheeky personalities and their floppy faces suspended above fragile stems. I naturally paused to take some pictures on my phone that I thought I would use as a starting point. A new season of painting after a break is a crossroads of sorts for me. The underpainting tends to lead me on its own journey as I paint regardless of what my original intentions are. In this trio I allowed myself to be guided by new marks as I laid them down. I was intentional about using my brushes in different ways, of including a rubber spatula in my painterly toolbox, and to see where the unfamiliar application of media would take me. As a new beginning after a break, this trio helped me to get back into a painterly groove. They began at the crossroads where action and stillness meet. They took me on a ride, became a sisterhood as they conversed with each other, and became friends, then a community. The beginning always flows freely and without restriction. The middle of this process got a little rocky. You know, everything went to heck in a handbasket. 
but I accepted where they were at the time and I trust in my experience with the process to bring them to a compositional resolution. I'll share the finished version on the blog, but for now I just want you to know how good it felt for me to get back to a routine, to feel grounded in my own painterly rhythms. Taking a break is refreshing and necessary, but getting back on the horse is equally necessary. How about you? Do you have something in your life that you simply must get back to? Crossroads is the name of today's painting from my archive. This piece has inspired many things for me, including a book published in 2018 titled Wisdom at the Crossroads, which shares the name of this podcast. That little book so generously described by a friend as weightier than its small stature was the result of my personal experience with change. I called it Wisdom at the Crossroads because it was at a crossroads that my life came to a literal and metaphoric halt. In a split second, my world was altered. I walked away from the wreckage, changed. The healing journey took longer than anticipated, but on that journey, I discovered meditation and a spiritual practice at the time, before mindfulness was in common practice. I couldn't lift a paintbrush for a long time, but the quiet of healing translated creative expression into words. I remembered I loved to write. I found myself at a new crossroads recently on this podcasting journey. I held a desire to do things differently post-COVID in ways that did not involve me schlepping large paintings in my car. In fact, I enlisted my daughter's help to figure out a title, and after many unsuccessful versions, she typed in Wisdom at the Crossroads to see what would happen, and the name was miraculously available. We took that as a sign, or a nudge from the universe, that was allowing me to reflect on the questions I had on the tip of my tongue. If not now, when? And why not me? Of course, you can present a visual discussion with an accent and without visuals. What was I thinking? The painting Crossroads is not large and would easily have fit into the back of my car. It's about two by three feet. Like my current work, Crossroads began with a different intention that evolved into what it became. In my painting practice, I'm trying hard to relinquish control of intended outcomes and to accept the turns and transitions as they evolve in the process. Life is full of turns and transitions. Some are expected and many are not. This painting came about after the passing of a very close friend when our family sat beneath the twiggy limbs of a sapling planted to mark the resting place of his ashes. The site is beautiful and expansive, and like our friend's passing, the location at the top of the ridge on a boundary of valley carved deep into the endless prairie is also an anomaly. I began painting with an intention to describe the horse trails in native undergrowth in the foreground fields sectioned into colourful quadrants in the middle ground and the homestead in the distance under a prairie sky. I had already underpainted in contrasts, as is my habit, so the upper third of the canvas was a range of pinks and lemons. At my next studio visit, I began blocking out what I thought would refer to the farm buildings by inverting positive and negative space. As I worked, the variated pinks of the underpainting evolved into a row of voluminous trees. They felt magical and minimalist, but somehow necessary, and so the plan was revised. The middle ground does reflect the prairie segmented intersections, and the foreground is loosely descriptive, but the intended landscape is barely a reference to the original plan, and that is okay. Those pink trees, though, are the highlight of the composition. Details of them have appeared on prints, on bookmarks, and as greeting cards. 
This painting, Crossroads, is definitely one of those paintings that got away. Given its personal significance, I really should never have sold it. It was sold through the Once Upon a Time fishfly gallery that existed at Winnipeg Beach. I did not meet the buyers until mid-pandemic, where I had an opportunity to participate in a little outdoor art market in Manitoba's Interlake. Under a very flimsy canopy in the rain, I had a small display that included a triptych I had just completed. It was so fresh it was probably wet from the palette as well as the rain. It drew lots of attention as new friends and old joined us in our socially distanced space. Among them a couple taking shelter from the rain turned and asked if I had painted a painting called Crossroads. They had bought it for their daughter at Fishfly and told me it resides happily in Toronto where it introduces the magic of this prairie resting place to a vibrant urban environment. I was glad to know it had gone to an appreciative home. That couple went on to commission a new painting for themselves that turned into two paintings. I was glad to have learned where Crossroads had ended up and grateful for the continued support of my clients. Isn't it neat how the world works, how interactions can sometimes come full circle like that? My book Crossroads ends with the quote, There is no going forward looking backwards. I wrote it, I know, and I roll my eyes at myself thinking I should be listening to my own advice, but a little backward glance can afford us a little perspective or some contextual insight when we find ourselves at the beginning of a new chapter or season, can't it? Crossroads may well have been the one that got away. It was the marker of a new chapter or beginning in my archive. But you know, we can't lament decisions and choices made in the past. In this case, that choice led me to much later reacquaint with a new-to-me client and took me on a new painterly adventure. Whenever I see crossroads in reproduction, I'm always drawn to the horizon where that row of voluminous pink trees that added themselves to the painting rest. They take me back to childhood and sticky servings of candy floss held on leaning wooden sticks at the fair. Australians would know candy floss or spun sugar as fairy floss. And I love that term. It reminds me of the elemental magic all around us. For today's meditation, I'd like to invite you to experience your version of a candy-coloured windbreak. Let's travel an imaginary path to see what lies beyond that fictitious ridge. I hope you can settle somewhere quiet. You can choose to be seated or reclined. Whatever makes you the most comfortable. Make sure to support your body as it requires so you can be fully relaxed. Let's begin, shall we, by regulating our breathing. Noticing the natural rhythm of your inhale and exhale with the aim to slow our squirrely minds and deepen our shallow breaths. Try to breathe in and out purposefully, yet with intention. Allow yourself two or three breath cycles, noticing your natural rhythm. Close your eyes if that is more comfortable. When you are ready, 
begin to try to extend your breath by lengthening the inhale. Nothing too crazy, just imagine stretching the process a little beyond your natural cycle. Breathe with the intention of allowing air to flow into your body through the nose and out through the nose. Gradually encouraging the inhale to extend to the count of four or five. Pause at the top and exhale for a matching length. Notice the lungs as they physically expand and deflate. Our aim is to stay relaxed and intentional and as always comfortable in physical space. As you continue to breathe at a relaxed pace, encouraging this minor redirection of your natural cycle, I'd like to invite you on a visual journey with me. Along the way, you might like to make a mental note of any insights that come to mind as we venture into this fictitious landscape. Try to be mindful of your thoughts and feelings, whatever they are. Simply accept them as they arise. There is no need to react. We can simply notice. The words allow and accept were my annual words some time ago and they continue to resonate for me. They remind me to come back to myself, whatever I face. To simply flow, allowing and accepting what the universe has in store for me. Let's first accept the invitation to step into crossroads. The foreground is pasture land rippling with the action of a prairie breeze, and believe me, there is always air flowing here. We move easily into this dense and vibrant growth. The landscape accommodates and accepts our physical movements within the space. Like the voluminous pink trees that hold our gaze and lead us towards them in the distance, natural elements in the foreground do not appear as we would expect. The luscious long grassland is not spring green or late summer's mature gold. Instead, it is interspersed with rich, deep aqua and brilliant blue. As we move further afield, we notice mirrored fragments of sky reflected in pools of water hidden by billowing tall grasses. Pause for a moment to look into one of these pools and reflect. What are you noticing? What do you see reflected back at you? What grows within or around the edges of these elemental reservoirs? Do you hear any sounds? I felt the routine flow of air into my body on the inhale, followed by an equal and emptying exhale. The rustle of prairie grasses is the sound I hear accompanying my breath. In the pause between the two actions, I feel myself further relax. 
marching through this imaginary landscape of tall prairie grasses doused in summer sunshine. I am reminded of an actual journey once taken with young and inquisitive children. I see them bounding effortlessly through grassland taller than they were, seeking, searching, and discovering. Their inquisitive energy revealed a colourful hidden world. Microclimates full of frogs and crickets shifting out of the way. And shells and tiny native genetians blooming discreetly purple alongside rare prairie lilies supported within the shelter of moving tall grass. As we continue on our journey, imagine taking that joyful sense of discovery that comes with being under 12 with you. Wear that mantle as it settles across your shoulders like a shawl as you make your way effortlessly through waving grassland to the boundary of this section of prairie. The welcome pink windbreak feels like an embrace and offers us shelter as well as an opportunity for personal refreshment. The air around this row of trees has steadied. It is as if their wide spun sugar boughs exist in a different world, separated from the breezy tall grass prairie that marks a boundary between the quadrant you have travelled through and the beamy yellow section of canola beyond their reach. Breathe in the stillness here, where the established row of mature trees stand, supportive and protective. Choose a place to lie down beneath one of these unusual specimens. Just notice the sights and the smells around you. Notice the radiance of the light right here. Accept this restorative radiance into your system on the breath. Breathing fully in and exhaling fully out. Imagine inflating your inner chambers with the visual you are seeing. Witness the ambience of sunlight filtered through baby pink or deep crimson leaves. As you breathe in and out, continue to inhale the protective strength of this windbreak. Allow yourself a moment to rest beneath these fanciful trees. Accept their resonance and invite the radiance of their unusual forms to fill you with all that you require. They are. It is. Take a few moments to notice the landscape you have built around yourself. Acknowledge it with gratitude for inviting you on this refreshing and restorative journey. For allowing a brief respite. For facilitating a physical pause in the action of your day. I hope you have found awareness here. Or a moment of presence within this practice today as we journey into my imaginary world. 
May you return to it any time you feel you might need to. And may you find wisdom at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Thanks for joining me in this practice. Time is precious, and I am very grateful you have chosen to spend some of your valuable time with me. I hope you feel refreshed after our pause together. If you're able to, I'd recommend spending a little extra time on yourself right now. Meditation helps me to feel refreshed on all levels. In fact, I'm often surprised at the depth of my focus moving forward into the rest of my day. Your imagination is a gift, and I love that you get to co-create mentally along with me. But if you would like to see the visuals I discuss in the episode, you can catch the show notes and images in the blog on my website, mandart.ca, which is a whole lot simpler than trying to spell my name, Anchalenko. If you have enjoyed the invitation to take a little break and found something that resonated for you, please feel free to share this opportunity with a friend or to write a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd be very grateful for your contribution. So, until we meet again on a Tuesday, may you find your own wisdom at the crossroads, where action and presence meet. Bye now.